Hey, what's up, everybody? You are tuned into another episode of Fatherhood is Dope, the podcast, and I am your guy, your host, Aaron McGee. Listen, I appreciate you all coming back for another week, and let me just say, listen, I know that we were not able to get you an episode last week, but guess what? A podcast needs a week off too. Now, you all know that this is not some elaborate production. I don't have Studio A and B behind me or, you know, some producer, right? You know, actually like putting this show together. So this is me in the middle of my real life curating stories and interviews for your enjoyment and your inspiration and you know just putting something out there that i think would help move the needle in your journey and your fatherhood journey and so last week i actually had a lot going on which i always do but i decided to listen to my body i decided to listen to myself in terms of saying hey aaron you know what the world is going to go on um they'll come back you know it's okay take this week off take this day off now granted i do have a lot of podcasts in the can already i have several interviews that i've already conducted um that i could have just edited but in me doing that it would have i would have been up to like four o'clock in the morning trying to put something together and i said nope i'm going to listen to my body i'm going to get the rest that i need that I deserve and then I'm gonna come back strong but guess what and coming back strong what I decided to do today is just give you a little bit of me you know when you come to this platform generally you are hearing the stories and experiences of other fathers and I appreciate that I mean that's what I'm here to do like elevate the voices or I should say amplify the voices of dads of everyday men who have answered the call to fatherhood and who are, you know, what dope means, doing our part every day. That's what this platform is all about, elevating their voices. But here's the deal. I can't discredit myself and, you know, I have experiences as well. And so, you know, I've had a lot going on over the past several months, um, a lot of transitions that play here. And in the midst of all of that, I don't get to get off of the hook in terms of you know being a father i have to figure out how to continue to strive or i should say thrive in my fatherhood while going through these transitions and the reality is in my attempt to thrive sometimes i actually struggle and so um today you know this episode hopefully won't be that long but it's just gonna be me so if you're not prepared to hear my voice this is when you log off but before logging off let me tell you to make sure that you are following the podcast make sure that you actually subscribe to the podcast listen guys you all have been committed over the past i think 12 or so episodes and i think in the last episode i mentioned that we have over uh 1000 downloads um, of the podcast and that is really phenomenal for something that we just started here we just started this journey together at the top of march and here we are in may and we already have over a thousand subscribers or i'm sorry a, a thousand downloads so you know the word tells us don't despise the days of humble beginnings and so if you are listening now then you will know that or you can say that i remember when i was there at the beginning i've always supported the podcast you know be in that number don't be on the bandwagon when we start winning be in the number where 
hey, I've been rocking with Fatherhood is Dope, the podcast, because Aaron is has been about amplifying the voices of everyday men, everyday dads, right? All right, so I'm, I said all that to say that make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Um, right now, the majority of the listeners, the listenership is actually coming from Apple. And that's no knock to anybody else that's listening from any platform because those numbers add up too. But um, I appreciate you all listening. And right now, uh, my hometown, well, technically my my second hometown of Nashville has been holding it down because when I go and I look at the analytics, it is my listenership is primarily coming from iPhone users in the city of Nashville, Tennessee. Um, yeah, I got a few people who are listening outside of the country, and it's because I know those people, places I've been like Prague and the Czech Republic, um, Cape Town, South Africa, Europe, and Santo Domingo in the DR. So some of my people over there who have kept up with me throughout the years, they're listening to the podcast. And I got some other listenership that's coming from like LA and Atlanta and uh, Mississippi, where a lot of my family is. Um, so uh, I don't want to um, like not acknowledge that. But I do want to give a huge shout out to Nashville. Thank you for holding it down. All right. So podcast there is available everywhere. And let me move on because I'm tired of talking about this. My point is make sure you subscribe, share this. We're trying to grow the listenership. All right. So um, you're going to hear this topic like in a future episode that hadn't even been recorded yet. But I know that um, we're going to do this little this little special situation in the month of June that you'll find out in June um, around work-life balance. But today, um, I wanted to pose the question, like, is it really about work-life balance or is it about the rhythm of life? Is it about work-life balance or is it about the rhythm of life? And that was that concept was just presented to me by um, Verbs, Michael Verbs Boyer. If you're listening, shout out to you. I'm not stealing the concept, I'm just... I'm just sharing my perspective on it as of today. Right. Um, and I'm doing it because I know that this is this this concept can really be elaborated on. And so I'm getting my two cents in right now. Um, all right. So you got it. Work life balance or rhythm of life. OK, so at the top of this month, a couple of my friends or one of my friends in particular, I should say, um, Blake, Blake, if you're on the road, you're probably listening to this episode right now. I appreciate you. But um, Blake put me in this uh, group, this running group, the Nike Run Club on the Nike app. And Blake, it was um, he invited the friends inside of the running group to run 26 miles in the month of May. And I got in a group about a week later, um, close to um, on May 7th. So I think that was a Tuesday. They had started on, you know, the top of May, May 1st. I got in a group, folks had already ran miles. By the time I got in, one guy had already put 13 miles up. And I'm thinking, wow, you know, I'm averaging like two miles because I generally run in order to start my other workout, you know, whether it's, I don't know, um, weightlifting or the, the variation of CrossFit that I do. And so he put me in a group and I was like, you know something, this is really dope. Um, it's a really, he had an agenda attached to it. I actually still owe him $26 because I think the goal was, you know, to get a bunch of people to run the 26 miles. And then for every mile you run, you donate a dollar to his organization. I think that's a cool idea. I'm actually going to take it from him. So I, I got in a group. I started late, but my first run, I put 
like three miles of basically a 5k on the board actually it was four miles i put up four miles on the very first run and each day that i ran for the next several days i ran an average of three miles now mind you i told you prior to that i had only been running two miles on average and that two miles was because the trail that i ran it goes in one mile and out one mile hence my two miles and then i would leave that trail and go and start an actual workout in the gym but you know i found a way to get in the miles that was required for this challenge and so I, I do like a good challenge and I thought it was for a good cause. And so I came in at the bottom, long story short, I really attacked this, this, this 26 miles in an aggressive way. So I ran daily on average three miles. And before I knew it, I had took the, you know, top third, third place. And then I had took the second place. And then here come Blake calling me like, man, you're killing it. What's up? He was like, I'm coming for you. I was like, yeah, you can keep coming for me, but I'm coming for the number one spot. Right. And it was because like in this running process, I was finding I was gaining so much clarity on everything else that was going on in life. So Blake doesn't know this, but by him putting me in that challenge, it really blessed me because God was speaking to me on my runs. I mean, when I would finish those four mile runs, I would just start to pray aloud. And it was really rewarding and to do that in nature. And I was pushing myself from a running perspective in a way that I hadn't pushed myself in years because I wasn't just running for running sake. I was running for the distance and I was running for the time. And so, you know, it felt good to challenge myself in that way. And before I knew it, I had the 26 miles under my belt. So I came in a week late and I started on May 7th and by, I started Tuesday, May 7th. And so by Friday, May 17th, I had run my 26 miles, finishing, you know, before anybody in the group. And that's no knock or anything. It's just my experience. And so that was really, really rewarding. But on the flip side of all of that, I am still balancing or wrong word. I'm still going through it. You know, I'm running these miles, but in my real life outside of this Nike run club, I'm dealing with, you know, a lot of transitions. Uh, I'm transitioning from a, a career in the nonprofit sector and going more so into, you know, project management and consulting. And so I'm trying to actually build clients here and then making sure that I perform um, in a high, high caliber uh, regard with the clients that I already have. And so that's a lot to manage especially in this beginning phase when i'm still figuring out my systems and and if you are an entrepreneur and you're listening to this then you understand the struggle with um boundaries right because as an entrepreneur you're working for yourself or at least your own vision and mission and sometimes that work it can it can jump on to you as early as 5 a.m when your feet hit the floor out of the bed and it can stay on you as late as 2 a.m sometimes when i lay down after you know finishing my work because i'm an early riser and i'm a late owl or night owl as well especially when it comes to work like i'm not up watching tv i hate watching tv that late if i'm up to two in the morning it's because my juices have just started to flow and i am trying to knock out a project so I've ran all of these miles and then I'm still honestly 
and transparently i'm still struggling because it's not that i'm not getting the work done it's like well how can i get the work done and still not lose me you know i'm still a father i'm still a husband i still like to skate i still like to talk on the phone i'm still catching up on game of thrones i just finished season five and so i'm trying to you know figure out what happens in season six because Arya Starks is going in with the mini face guy. You know what I'm saying? A girl knows nothing, you know? So it's like, what? I'm trying to figure all this out. And I'm trying to be a dad. And I'm trying to run 26 miles. And I'm trying to build a clientele here. And and then, you know, n not to mention that it all of this is happening in the month of May, where we are now. Um, and then June is coming up. So I'm thinking about you know Aaron how do you move your agenda forward you you have the podcast you have the blog um you have well I'm not gonna tell you all about this other one yet because I'm gonna drop that on you next month so you'll have to figure out what the third entity is that I'm working on but I'm always working on something and then I sat down with verbs who I mentioned earlier and he starts to you know he brings up this whole is it the balance of life or is it the rhythm of life? And I've always had this philosophy, or by always, I mean, at least it dates back to like 2006, like my sophomore year in college. And at that time, I was like a Bible thumping fool as well. And God had really just grabbed hold of my heart and started to transform my mind and things. And in that transformation, God revealed to me, what book is that in? It's not Ephesians, it's in, um, oh, it's gonna come, it's gonna come back to me. Um, ecclesiastics about um all there's a time there's a season for everything right so i already live by this mantra that life happens in seasons and the best thing that you can do is to understand what season you're in and embrace that season and to learn how to move forward or you know how to steal yourself in that season how to flow with that season so i already have this mindset but then and having the mindset of the seasons is like, okay, I need to find balance in this season until I talk to verbs. And I was thinking, man, what's better than finding balance than actually defining or understanding the rhythm that I'm in within this season? So verbs put it to me like this. He said, listen, if you are a, a med student, you're in medical school, like it's just gonna be hard to find work life. I'm doing air quotes here, life, work-life balance because of you know whether you're in the residency or you're in year two year three whatever like it's just a demanding time and granted yes the majority of med students are probably like you know um in, you know mid-20s to late 20s some of them haven't started families but i know many um medical students who have families who are married who have children and you think about, well, how do you find the balance? And Verb said, in those scenarios, we can drive ourselves crazy because balance can just not even be a part of the equation. However, your the rhythm can. And it's like understanding what 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 is the groove? What is the beat that we are moving to, that we are marching to right now in our lives? and you know from any good composition or song that you know the rhythm changes up uh, from the chorus the rhythm changes from the intro to the outro the rhythm changes if you're listening to a cd then the rhythm flows from song to song and you learn how to move your feet clap your hands sway your shoulders uh move your hips to 
the beat. Oh, that felt like a little A Town. Like, right, right, okay, never mind. I'm just taking it back a, a little too far. But anyway, my point is, you just learn how to. I'm okay. That song is back on me. I'm lean with it, rock with it. Okay, okay, I'm done. But you know, you learn how to flow to the beat, and it's about the rhythm. And so I was thinking, as a family man, as a husband, and as a father, you know, instead of me chasing this audacious goal of oh my god my life has to be in balance i'm like no forget balance i need to figure out what beat am i grooving to i need to make sure that we are on the we have this we share the same rhythm that we are in the same rhythm that we know that this chord may be longer than that chord that this beat may be higher than that beat that this note may be lower than that note and i can overlay my mantra that life happens in seasons and so i'm making this up right now on the spot like if if the rhythm of my life is you know it's situational it's the song and then the season of my life is like the cd yeah and so like there's a different track i don't know if this if that's going to really land but some of you all out there who are you know more intuitive listening to this you get what i'm trying to say like you can overlay the rhythm of your life with the season so knowing that i'm in this particular season but this is the rhythm that i have to be in for this season and when this season change then my rhythm can change as well because yes i'm in a process where i'm building and i'm transitioning right now but when the seasons change you know my processes for uh, project management and consulting will have i'll be more streamlined and i'll know how to get a quicker consensus with the teams that i'm managing and that i'm working with and um you know my barriers of entry won't be so high and so that happens over seasons and once those seasons change um hence my rhythm will change and if you know me then you know i love moving to a good beat from um you know from whether it's on the skating ring floor or on the dance floor i love a good rhythm and so i wanted to adopt that mantra that mindset of focusing on the rhythm of life over the balance or over work-life balance and i know that some of you all you may try to come against this because i see all y'all t-shirts and instagram posts that's always talking about work-life balance and i get it and i respect that but i challenge you to um to lean into my concept verbs concept our concept about a rhythm of life right Okay, well, the only other thing that, because we, I'm knee deep in the podcast, I, I didn't realize I can get us this far, but here we go. So, um, I just wanted to share a couple of other things. So, you know, I told you that I ran my 26 miles and I just wanted some feedback because I'm thinking about doing this challenge in June, like uh, just a small challenge that I create for the Fatherhood is Dope platform, challenging dads to fight the the dad bod right and you can fight the dad bod by so many ways but i'm asking you to fight the dad bod from the perspective of working out so whether it's you know we get together we run 26 miles and by we get together i mean from a virtual perspective you know i can start a nike run club and invite you or we, we, we fight the dad by, by getting in the gym and getting our clings and our snatches and our, 
you know, our, our deadlifts and our bench presses and, and uh, you can't leave the gym without your squats and your burpees. Okay. So, um, I really want to put that out there. June is upon us like in any day, actually. Yeah. Just by the end of this week, June will be here. And, um, I will invite you to join me on the fight against the dad by for the month of June, just a little 30 day or however many days are in June, a 30 day challenge for the month of June to fight against the dad bod um let me yep there's 30 days in june but yeah to fight against the dad bod um because especially like dads like me you know we're having children later on in life like not everybody is becoming a father in their late or early 20s you know i had my first child at the age of 30. now um you know i still benefit from the residuals of um, a lot of movement in my younger years, particularly around track and marching band. And so some of those habits of just working out and the residuals of that have always been with me. But, you know, like a friend of mine, uh, Reggie, just said yesterday, like, if you don't lose, it, if you don't use it, then you'll lose it. And so I don't want us to get comfortable. I want us to, you know, if you're like me, if you had a, a kid at 30, then once you're 50, that kid is going to be 20. And we want to be in a position to to be mobile, to continue to travel with them, to not be an embarrass, embarrassment when we show up for their high school and college graduation and the launching of their business. Like, oh, yo, your dad, 52, uh, he, he look a little hurt, right? We ain't trying to look hurt. And so that's why I want to challenge fathers to um, to do this fight against the dad by. And of course, you know, one thing that I know for sure and I want to share with you is that you cannot outwork out your eating habits, dads. So if you like me and you have that sweet tooth, you're always stopping. Well, you probably don't do this. My wife say nobody stops at the gas station to get a Gatorade more than I do. So I, I stay doing that. But like I told her, if you keep Gatorade in the house, I won't need to stop at the gas station. All right. But if you're always stopping, snacking, if you're always eating fast food, Chick-fil-A, whom which I love. Side note, the peach, um, the peach milkshake is back, is back for the month of for the summer. Um, I had my first pink uh, peach milkshake the other day. Um, I'm, I'm being honest and I said I'm being transparent and authentic with you and I got to run that off. But at the end of the day, I know that you cannot outwork out your eating habits. So when we fight the dad fight against the dad bod in the month of june then we got to make more conscious decisions uh, more appropriate better decisions on what we actually put in our bodies because contrary to popular belief and i know it's a cliche but you are what you eat you know and and the least that i would say to do is to make sure that you increase your water intake dads just increase your water intake because even if you start working out more you know, you, you need the water in your system so that you can sweat, so that the calories can um, sweat out of your out of your body. Look at me. Let me not go, get too deep because you may think that I really know what I'm talking about. But I do know you need to increase your water intake so you're not out there passing out. All right. So um, I'm about to wrap this up. I told you about the dad by challenge. We talked about balance and rhythm of life. Um, yeah that's that's about it the only other thing that i will say is that um um for those of you all who are in nashville um and you know the radio station 92q um i'm really excited because i did a couple of drops 
for the radio station the other day on behalf of fatherhood it's dope the podcast and so they have one of their shows that comes on it's called joy in the morning and it's hosted by crystal joy that is her legal and real last name shout out to crystal joy um but i did a couple of drops for her show um and where it's just like a little motivational session section for men for dads for fathers um you know whether you are spiritual father godfather stepfather father-in-law married father single father whatever whatever posture you father from um that drop is meant to encourage and inspire you to stay in that position right because kids need your children need you and they need you and notice i changed it from kids to children right because they're forever your children they won't always be your kids but they're always your children and they need you they need us in all seasons of life and so um, i hope that those drops that i did for 92q that will play throughout the year will um, encourage um, fathers in whatever season of fatherhood they may be in all right and i may start to drop some of that on the instagram um story post as well so as i wrap this up i do want to thank you all for those of you who follow the fatherhood is dope instagram page right now i do still have a personal page you can follow me there it's aaron t mcgee you can follow me on my personal ig you know because i put stuff up over there as well one day i'll figure out how to combine both of those pages because i really want to bring both my audiences together my audiences and, and my friends and fans or whatever whatever the case is um but i do want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of fatherhood is dope the podcast yes i took on the challenge of being the host and the guest all in one episode but hopefully this was worthwhile and i really hope that you all um gain something from what i said today and do know that i will be back with next week with another interview i don't know who's going to be in the lineup we got several people on the deck um several interviews that we could we that we could drop right so i'm really excited about that but again go ahead subscribe to the podcast download the podcast share the podcast and i said this in the last episode if you want to leave a comment about the podcast yes i do appreciate you leaving that on instagram and facebook um but i would encourage you to also leave that comment in the review or comment section on like apple Podcasts or google play or those type of places because um we want to grow this audience beyond you know the city of nashville and those of you who just love me we want to get other people to just love me and to love the work that we're doing here on the fatherhood is dope platform okay so i appreciate you listening fatherhood is dope the podcast it's been real i'm your host aaron mcgee peace